This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. When it comes to the issue of Syria, and many people have noted this today, uh, that Donald Trump has had a lot of different positions on Syria. He was opposed to, to intervention, but at the same time blamed the previous administration for not intervening. But it's certainly true that the Obama administration failed in many ways on Syria. President Obama drew a red line and then failed to do anything when that red line was crossed. So things have changed. And in all fairness to the new president, he's got this now to deal with. A chemical weapons attack in Syria this week that has left over 70 dead. I want to play for you what the president was saying today. He was uh, speaking at the White House, the King of Jordan, uh, is there meeting with him? Couple of clips from the president here, and look, he's not mincing words here, folks. This is what uh, President Trump had to say today. Let me say a few words about recent events. Yesterday, chemical attack, a chemical attack that was so horrific in Syria against innocent people, including women small children, and even beautiful little babies. Their deaths was an affront to humanity. These heinous actions by the Assad regime cannot be tolerated. The United States stands with our allies across the globe to condemn this horrific attack and all other horrific attacks, for that matter. Now, let me play this for you, because uh, Trump was asked by a reporter in terms of how he views this and, and echoing the comments that were made before by his predecessor about red lines here. So Trump was asked the question. He makes it pretty clear now that he's drawn his own line. I just quickly ask you if the chemical attack crosses a red line for you. Uh, it crossed a lot of lines for me. When you kill innocent children, innocent babies, babies, little babies, with a chemical gas that is so lethal, people were shocked to hear what gas it was that crosses many, many lines beyond the red line, many, many lines. Thank you very much. Okay, so there you have it. It crosses many, many lines for him, not just a red line. So what is that going to mean? Now, what's interesting here, too, is that the, uh, the U.S. and the Russia are really at odds here. I think it's pretty clear that the Assad regime is responsible for this, and even the Trump administration uh, recognizes this. The Russians, though, yet again, are trying to deflect for Assad and trying to point a finger at rebel forces. So the United Nations today, the Security Council, U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley, and look, I, I really, really like Nikki Haley. Uh, I think that was a, a really smart choice, uh, Donald Trump, to, to put her in this position, or at least to put her somewhere in his administration. Maybe Secretary of State might have been a great choice. Uh, Nikki Haley is someone I could see as president someday, former governor of uh, North Carolina. Here she is today, not mincing words herself about what happened in Syria and about how the Russians have played again and again the role of interference in trying to get something done about this situation. This Security Council thinks of itself as a defender of peace, security, and human rights. 
We will not deserve that description if we do not rise to action today. Yesterday morning, we awoke to pictures, to children, foaming at the mouth, suffering convulsions, being carried in the arms of desperate parents. We saw rows of lifeless bodies, some still in diapers, some with visible scars of a chemical weapons attack. Look at those pictures. We cannot close our eyes to those pictures. We not, cannot close our minds of the responsibility to act. We don't yet know everything about yesterday's attack, but there are many things we do know. We know that yesterday's attack bears all the hallmarks of the Assad regime's use of chemical weapons. We know that Assad had used these weapons against the Syrian people before. That was confirmed by this council's own independent team of investigators. We know that yesterday's attack was a new low, even for the barbaric Assad regime. Evidence reported from the scene indicates that Assad is now using even more lethal chemical agents than he did before. The gas that fell out of the sky yesterday was more deadly, leaving men, women, the elderly, and children gasping for their very last breath. And as first responders, doctors, and nurses rushed to help the victims, a second round of bombs rained down. They died in the same slow, horrendous manner as the civilians they were trying to save. We all also know this. Just a few weeks ago, this council attempted to hold Assad accountable for suffocating his own people to death with toxic chemicals. Russia stood in the way of this accountability. They made an unconscionable choice. They chose to close their eyes to the barbarity. They defied the conscience of the world. Russia cannot escape responsibility for this. In fact, if Russia had been fulfilling its responsibility, there would not even be any chemical weapons left for the Syrian regime to use. There is an obvious truth here that must be spoken. The truth is that Assad, Russia, and Iran have no interest in peace. The illegitimate Syrian government, led by a man with no conscience, has committed untold atrocities against his people for more than six years. Assad has made it clear that he doesn't want to take part in a meaningful political process. Iran has reinforced Assad's military, and Russia has shielded Assad from UN sanctions. If Russia has the influence in Syria that it claims to have, we need to see them use it. We need to see them put an end to these horrific acts. How many more children have to die before Russia cares? Wow. So there you go. Nikki Haley, former governor of South Carolina. I think I said North Carolina, former South Carolina governor, U.N. ambassador, uh, speaking today at the U.N. Security Council. So between that and what the president said. 
right? There's some pretty tough words. But at this point, like with Obama, they are just words. Is it going to be different this time? And what's that going to look like? Now, by the way, as they'd have to deal now with the situation in Syria, we also had news yesterday that North Korea had launched yet another missile. And how about this? Did you see this last night? This was the statement released by U.S. Secretary of State Rex Tillerson. I'm going to read the statement in its entirety, okay? I'm not leaving anything out. This is how it goes. Quote, North Korea launched yet another intermediate-range ballistic missile. The United States has spoken enough about North Korea. We have no further comment. That's it. That's the entirety of the statement. So what does that mean? Are they just trying to, I guess, avoid playing North Korea's game? Or does this indicate that the time for talking is over and something else is now going to follow? So interesting developments on two concerning fronts here today. Listen, 403-974-8255 is the number. Got to take another quick break here. We'll come back. Some news from closer to home and what's going on here in Alberta. The debate around GSAs. We're back after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.